Kobe Hawk. The sadness remains. Yeah, we'll see. Daddy's parking. Eight twenty-five strolls in. Hey everybody, it's Chris Denman. I believe we'll be joined by Travis Terrell. Thought I heard him come in. Oh, oh, oh. There he is. Sorry, I go to the bathroom. No. Oh boy. No. Yeah. Big show playing today. We've got St. Louis Magazine's Amanda Woidas stopping by. We're going to talk about the big comedy article she just uh, put out. That's available online. And the print version. Pick up a St. Louis Magazine. Check out your boy Yale Hollander in there. So, uh, oh, hi, Yale. Hello. So we'll talk to Amanda about that. Serious business of Yale. In the 9 o'clock hour. Travis is here, but also Chris Gardner is here. Hello. Is he now? Hello, Chris. Hey, Gardy. Mm. Chris. Good morning, gentlemen. How we doing? I'm doing great. You know who else I hope is doing great? Oh, boy. <sighs> My walnuts. There it Good is. Good morning. Hey, nuts. Put them on the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's mm-hmm. everybody on this mm-hmm. fine morning? Mm-hmm. We just go mm-hmm. one day. I love my watermelon. Man, I, you know. Sorry, that song's still in my head. As it should be. <laughs> how, how, how does Travis feel about snow these days? It's going to snow again tonight. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to do any of this precipitation this morning. I just saw the temperature, and Daddy was like, I'm on my way. And I came outside, and I was like, oh, there's ice and snow again. Two, uh-huh. da- two daddies so far. Yeah. Daddy. You're welcome. Yeah. There's a lot of daddies in a short like amount of time. I feel like I'm a father figure, that's all. To who? To whom? To this generation. Oh, fair. To this generation. What to, do you... to, the, to the ilk like Chris Denman. I feel like I'm a, I'm a bit of a role model. Oh, really? I try to inspire the youth. What do you inspire in them? Um, that anything is possible. Kevin Garnett told me that. Yeah. What else? I mean, is is there anything else, or is that it? Uh, you know, I I feel like m- my type of lifestyle, the one that I lead, is encouraging the others. What's that? What kind? I just basically things to avoid, things to not do, and then when people so you're see an example. Me, exactly. A shining one, if you are to ask. Do me. as I say, not as I do. Exactly. You see me doing it. See that that's that itches now. Now I got to put ointment on it. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Maybe use a balm. I don't trust bombs. <laughs> I'm an ointment boy. Yeah. You a cobbler boy, I'm an ointment boy. Mm. Ointment boy. Mm-hmm. That's what I am. Yeah, that's a cocoa butter boy. I love the cocoa butter. Gardner. Hoodie boy. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but <laughs> when I was taking Gardner to Rosie's, he squirted cocoa butter all over my car. <laughs> Accidentally. It doesn't sound like you think it sounds like, but it is exactly what it <laughs> sounds like. How'd that work out for you? Oh, you know. Well, it got on the... It got on the Pleasant so smelling. Yeah, it got on the roof. Yeah, it got on the roof. Well, the only thing that was sticky that was up there. Huh? <laughs> up top, huh? Oh, yeah, look at me. I was talking about penis. Uh, oh, boy. He, he uh, had a bottle of lotion, cocoa butter lotion. Yeah, the guy, they had it on deck. Uh, in the passenger seat. He was kind enough to give me a lift yesterday, and I, he said, just toss that in back. So I literally tossed it in back, and when I did so, apparently it hit the little squirter. Uh-huh. And I got in, and I'm like, what the hell is that on the ceiling? I'm like, oh, cocoa butter. Don't you hate that when you get a squirter and they get cocoa butter on the ceiling? Ha <laughs> ha! Come on! 
Come on. Grab the mic again. Come on. Ah, okay. All right. We choose to be here. That's all. It's a good start. Good start, guys. Um, we brought up our friend Yale, who we'll talk about too much in the second hour because he's got a big uh, article spread in St. Louis Magazine right now. We'll have Deputy, Ep- Deputy Editor uh-huh. Amanda Voigt is in, uh, but something that's very near and dear to his heart, the Loop Trolley. Gardner, I don't know that we've covered this extensively, but uh, I feel like with your hashtag movement, and all the coverage you've provided. Yeah, there's t-shirts available. Hey, too. streetcar named oh. Undesired. Yeah. Uh, so it's recently, by state gives it the thumbs down. I actually thought it, it yeah. was going to get, so is this dead, dead? It, it, it seems that I wouldn't say ever with anything. Right. Because I don't understand uh, the procedures necessarily that go into it. Uh, but from people that do, it seems that way. Um, because like, I guess there was a motion during this meeting and, (laughs) and no one seconded the motion, which they had said, people were saying, oh, we've never, we've never actually encountered this before. We've never seen this before. So we're just kind of over at that point. Um, so I guess that's how they feel about the old loop of trolley. Uh, What happens to all the track in the roads? Uh, hopefully we'll turn that into scooter paths. Mm. Oh, okay. Now we're finally making sense. Yeah, um, hopefully. But, I mean, I still have to go through this footage. I do have that exclusive footage of the final ride of the loop trolley. So let me get this straight. So for at least a good month, there were conversations allegedly taking place about saving, I guess, by state being able to come in and potentially saving. And you're telling me that after a month of all this buildup, now, one person in the room wanted to second the motion to move it forward, to at least continue the discussion. That's what it seems like. Okay. I mean, I don't know how the, like I said, procedurally, I'm not sure how all this works. I, well, you're supposed to be our trolley expert. Uh, well, that doesn't necessarily on your mean LinkedIn. I'll be a bi-state expert. <laughs> Do you think bi-state's dad was mad when he told him? <sighs> Can I add that to LinkedIn? I just created a LinkedIn page. Take a look, folks. Let me know what you think. Nice. I just saw you popped up on my LinkedIn as well. Oh. Do you know Chris Gardner? Like, oh, keep my head down. I don't know. Should That's I a smart move. Yeah, know? careful. That's smart move. Who you associate I'm yourself sure. with. Am I supposed to accept this shit? Should, should I hold off? I didn't request you. No, you didn't. I think it just popped up on my feed. Oh, that's good then. I'm yeah. doing something right. I don't. Yeah, I... Okay, I'm just, just, can we just, I just, I'm at the point where, okay, let's stop talking about it. No, because we got to sell t-shirts, a streetcar (laughs) named Desired (laughs) by Jack.com. I'm so sick of this embarrassment. Tell me that's not a good looking shirt, though. It's a good looking shirt. There's no doubt about that. Purchase at Bijack.com. Try to find some optimism in it. Hey, you know what? It created some nice t-shirts with a nice little slogan on it, right? I think it's the, it's now the ultimate symbol of the dysfunction. Yeah. That is St. Louis politics. That guy was which a, is, that which, guy was yes. a real loop trolley. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's basically how we're going to go about it in the future. Look, this isn't to knock anything of the other great projects that are taking place around the city and even parts of the county. Um, so I'm not going to sit up here and say that, oh, God, here, doom and gloom, the demise of St. Louis is upon us now that we can't have a trolley. Uh, it was an embarrassment from the beginning, and it remains one right now. And I think when everyone in the room can finally say that, we can move forward. 
I just call it for what it is. Just I, call a spade a spade and just I want everybody involved to say we fucked up. We did this wrong. We did not go about this the right way. We wanted to we had the best intentions. And I wouldn't doubt that. They had the best intentions in mind, but I, I think just the pure execution of it all illustrates just the type of dysfunction that currently takes place in the city. And so the less we talk about it, the quicker it goes away, the better we can move it's on. Not the going quicker away, we can move though. On. We need to, we got to. We got I, well, if, here's if it takes why. us some of the homies from North City to go and pick up some of the track, we'll go do that. But that's not that's not <laughs> we, why it's we not got pick going away. Here's why it won't go away. Oh boy. Is because my understanding is now the discussion turns to who gets to pay back the federal government oh $25 million. Oh, boy. Well, who are the motherfuckers who put the money up to begin with? So, um, it's not going away because that'll be part that of the my, That ain't our problem. That ain't, and look. Well, there could be some sort of trickle-down effect to where it'd be your problem. But, it really ain't your problem. You're right about that. It ain't my problem. I got bigger concerns. Right but now it just ain't, what I'm saying is it's not going away for now because yeah. there's still discussions to be had in that regard. That's all. You know what? But you know that I think still about in it, our lives. You know, and I think about it. Uh, it's a, it's a scarlet letter. We should wear that shit. Let them tracks be a representation of how stupid it is when you don't have a plan. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, just you know what? That's our scarlet letter. Let's let's wear it. That every time we drive down Delmar, that's a, that's it. Remind us of hey, get your shit together, or you're gonna end up like these damn tracks that have been out here for twenty five years. So yeah, that's good. Let's wear this. You're right, Gardner. I'm with you on this one. Do we? Where do we put the trolley? Do we create a museum for it, possibly, or what? I mean, there are a number of ways. I say you create, and I'm not even joking. I say you would create sleeping pods for our homeless. An opportunity for them to maybe why not utilize it for when the weather is cold. They could have some places to sleep if they don't choose to go to any of the shelters. Uh huh. You, we, there, are, there are numerous There's uses for any of these trolleys right now. I mean, it's it's better than what it is, which is I, nothing. I've never even seen that third car. They, you know, I you know what? I don't even know if it exists. I've only heard rumors of its existence. Right? We've never actually I'm seen turning, it. I'm turning that bitch into a uh, mimosa trolley, and uh, I'll be making money hand over fist. I'll personally pay back the per, the government that twenty five million in with Ooh. with all my sweet sweet mimosa cash. Mimosa money. Right, mimosa, mimosa money. trolley. Mm-hmm. I'm you, telling you, man, you I'm, want my mimosa money? Oh right. Jesus! I will say this: I, I I am really still a bit fixated on the uh, food trolley uh, yeah. idea. But like I said, if anything that can service the community, I'm game. Whether it's the students at Washu, uh, the residents that live in the air, area, or again, like I said, something we can do perhaps for our our homeless in our area, anything we can do with that trolley. I mean, if they, if the city or whomever responsible, I guess, <laughs> for what it is, uh, would be willing to take suggestions uh, from, I would imagine, private organizations, maybe even corporate organizations from around the St. Louis area, I think that'd be a plus. Mm-hmm. I think it's important if you really want to salvage what's left of this trolley. I, I, I strongly believe there are enough creative, intelligent people in the St. Louis metro area that can come up with some unique ideas for the trolley's use. I'm not game for abandoning it, especially since there is money on the line. Now, I don't know if you're using it for something else outside of trolley will still negate the money as far as it having to be repaid to the government. But if you can find a way, you can sit down with, like I said, some of the better minds, whether it's from Worldwide Technology, the folks at Perina, maybe some executives from the St. Louis Cardinals, just some of the business leaders in the area, many of the business leaders that have came together for the MLS soccer. I think that you can come together for something like this to salvage 
this project. There are a lot of smart creatives in this in this city, certainly. Uh, and the John okay. Laura show. That's an option, too. I, you know, I, who am I? I'm going on about how I can help the community. How can we help John Larroquette? Yeah. Reboot the John Larroquette show where he saves the loop trolley instead of running, managing a bus terminal in St. Louis, like the original John Larroquette show. I truly That's hope, all? but I do hope the city, or it was the county that had this conversation, was just by, it was a bi-state meeting. Bi-state, yeah. You know, I hope the city or the county gets together, and, and I know right now in Jeff City, they're talking about vacancy issues, and I, I think this is an opportunity. Uh, again, whether to address some of the homeless issues in St. Louis, I don't know, but this is an opportunity. I, you can't just sit up here and just I'm say, not, oh, it didn't go our way, cross our arms and just leave it be. I'm be not smart being about rude it. Or, or dumb or anything. How are you thinking profits could help? Homeless people? Is that what you're saying? The, the loop trolley itself physically can't help homeless people. No, I, I'm saying like if you if you have the like, there's the, like the, five people that could you sleep have cars. I, I, I'm looking at it even yeah, from a standpoint. I'm, I'm saying like maybe it could be a, a soup trolley where it's something that is on Del Mar available for any of the homeless who need lunch for that day, and you can serve food out of the trolley for the vagrants that are in the area. Now, I would imagine that will probably get some pushback from a lot of business owners in the area. But I'm saying yeah. that's just an idea. One of a thousand things You're that you can possibly do that you can thought shower. thought shower. Exactly. You can get a lot in of you chicken can't, noodle you, soup. You can't tell me that there aren't the creatives in the area who can look at this loop trolley project and say much? that there is nothing that can be done to salvage what we have. I would imagine if you put some very smart people in this area in a room for a weekend, they could come up with a halfway decent plan on how to salvage the loop trolley. How much do you think one of the cars would get at auction? That's another good question. How do you uh, how do you get that evaluated? Would they get cost evaluation? a couple hundred thousand? Or a... I don't I don't know. I'm not really aware of that. I'm, I'm kind of the guy who now. sold it to St. Louis is like. I mean, we've got all these like state of the art. No, nope, no, nope, we want that front. one. That no, no, no. That's more like a. Statue. Why don't you guys? No, no, no. But we want that one. You put what kind of tracks down? Why would you do that? Because <laughs> it's, it's like Travis. If he put the tracks out, wait, there are different kinds of tracks. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's that's a Travis move. That's a lay down eight miles of track, and then someone goes, "Why those tracks?" And I go, "There are other types of tracks." What do you mean, why those tracks? Well, why didn't you use these tracks? You knew that. What? What are those? And that's the. And I think that's the beauty of this situation. That question was very likely asked. Of the people who were ordering it. <laughs> they probably they're, got halfway through and they're like, let's just see what happens at this point. Maybe we can make it work. Because we cannot go back and say what we've done. And th that's the thing. Like, I want to have been the person in the room. We need an oral history. Of yes, absolutely. Trolley. Absolutely. We, we are owed one. Yeah. Because I want to know. I'm curious. Was somebody in the room, like at the track company or at the uh, trolley company, and he was like, well, you're going to need a C-track. Someone what, get me what? a documentary on heritage, this. Heritage streetcars cost between two hundred and eight hundred thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! You tell, can't resell. Tell me we got the eight hundred thousand dollar ones. <laughs> Lord now, of mercy! I know these ones were bought uh, somewhere out of Iowa. Is that what heritage? I'm, I know you're just researching on the fly there, Chris. Um, but these were bought out of Iowa because I was reading the plaque when I was in it on the final ride. Um, <laughs> Gomaco Trolley. Okay, Gomaco. It's G O M A C O Trolley Company. Gomaco, right? Gomaco. Let me see if I can um, find it. I actually have video in our system, raw video. 
that of me. So this is a do we have we have a hybrid Melbourne trolley? Maybe that's it. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh my! I feel gosh. like we're at one of those train shops now. Yeah, talking right. To and a guy gets real serious. Remember the train no, no, shop? Don't touch that. That used to be at Union Station. You guys yeah. remember that at all? For sure. Love that. I only remember the fudge factory. I remember that Breaks too. Hand okay. Yeah. I think that it should be a submission process, though. Before they completely shut it down, there should be a, a submission process. And I think a serious one. I, th I think you should go ahead and contract that out to some of the creatives, many of them in Westport, many of them here in downtown St. Louis, some of them even here in the, in the Midtown area. I think you should honestly reach out to them and say, hey, guys, we have about 30 days to ultimately come up with some type of decision before the United States government steps in and asks for their money back. We need to come up with some type of viable plan in order to salvage what's left based on X resources, Y resources, Z resources, what we have available. This is what you're working with. And I think, honestly, I think that challenge would be unique for the city. Don't just, a part of me is like, yes, they should wear like a scarlet letter and just as a reminder of the dysfunction that can often take place when you don't consider everyone in the conversation for a project of this magnitude. However, you can certainly salvage this. They can certainly save what's left. Or at least you should give it a good old college try. I think just wiping your hands of it and just saying, by state didn't want it, city mm -hmm. didn't want it, let's call it a day. That's, that's, a, that's a grand old embarrassment that doesn't necessarily have to happen. Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer. You think that's bad? The full name is Heritage Not Hate Streetcar. Mm. Yell Hollander schooling us. <laughs> Should have known. Ready? Yeah. The Melbourne trolleys never ran. Only the ones from Seattle and Portland ran. There are five trolleys in the garage. Only two ran. The ones from where ran? The ones from Seattle, Iowa didn't run? Seattle and Portland. Well, hold on. I looked at the video. It's, it was a Gamaco or whatever that was. Mm -hmm. And it said Iowa on the plaque. Oh, no. I think he means like the style of it. I think the Melbourne trolley was made in Iowa. Or okay. no. I don't know. Whatever. We're all learning this on the. This is fun, isn't it? Yeah. This is what you call an on air. I call it rabbit hole. Travis, you say wormhole. Wormhole. Yeah. My lawyer said wormhole when describing that yesterday, and I got. I think my eyes narrowed, Adam. <laughs> Has he been listening to the show? I was like, <laughs> what'd you say more? I'm like, what'd you say wormhole for, you asshole? Uh, <laughs> you know it's a rabbit hole. Are you fucking uh, with me? <laughs> well, I'll have to research more on exactly what the cars themselves cost. I, can you imagine one of those just in your front yard? That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, that c that's like something that like the dude that wins the lottery that yeah. for sure ends up on an E, I lost all my lottery winning show. He bought, he buys one of those to make it as a bar in his backyard. Yeah. I mean, that's right. what that is. I Travis, mean. you would, if you won the lottery, would you take the loop trolley as a bar in your backyard? Probably. Yeah. I, I could include it in uh, my one-man show, National Treasure, colon, Mount no, City. You don't have to do that. Refurbished in Iowa, they actually ran in Seattle and Portland. Is okay. What I'm okay. Okay. That's what we're tr we're tr we're just trying to figure this out. We're trying to place evaluation on the car, so we need all the information that's available to us. Thank you for helping us out. Who is the? Let's find out who the alderman is for the Delmar Library. Do we know? Uh, do they go by alders or councilmen there? Because I know it can vary from area to. Area. This is the wonderful 
thing about having fiefdoms everywhere is that yeah. you have no idea what uh, terminology to use. Alderman, or, I'm guessing, um, of course. The only reason why I ask because I again I'm I'm legitimately curious. That's that's a that's an important part of the city as far as tourism, business, dining, restaurants, mm -hmm. uh, shopping, uh, entertainment. I, that's a it's a vital district to the St. Louis area. So I'm very curious. You can't. Like, if it's one thing, if it was somewhere in Overland, if you're talking about somewhere in North City, you're talking away something that's away from car and foot traffic, that's one thing. You're talking about one of the busier streets in the entire St. Louis City area. So you can't just, you can't just go, <laughs> like, you really can't because we're going to see it every fucking weekend when we're in the loop. Yeah. So you can't just shrug and go, I don't know where we're going to, that's like a, it's like a, a rolling vacant building in Del Mar. It's, it's just, you can't, that's an embarrassment. You can't just let that go and go, I don't know what we're going to do. Sure, it probably forced three to five to maybe eight businesses on the Del Mar Loop to close because we were spending so much time con constructing this monstrosity and it was over budget and over deadline. But uh, now that we fucked it up, I don't know what we're going to do. You can't, that can't happen. That just, no. It might be hard to... Yeah, don't worry about it. We'll find out later after the show. But I'm just well, curious. They, like, they if are... somebody has to step up and step, I'm walk, I want that alderman, that councilman, the mayor, for freaking sake, somebody to step up and say this horrible eyesore is embarrassing. We can't be a city that's doing what we're doing with the aquarium and the brand new soccer stadium and uh, the NGA, and then turn around and have that ugh in the middle of our city couple comments from the listeners. There are council members. There are three wards. Oh, boy. Two council members for each ward. Um, what the maps are, what the, uh, you know, how those are outlined, I'm still trying to look at right now. Uh, real quick from the Black Sheep. It says somewhere there's a group of train aficionados that look at our tracks <coughs> and know we purchased the equivalent of a Microsoft Zune. <laughs> Tried to be cool on a discount, and now our shit isn't comparable with it. <laughs> it's a fancy foyer. Yes, it is the foyer. I have returned from the galaxy's edge and from Andy's room in the House of Mouse. Oh. I'm here to bring you this important message. Uh-huh. Time is a flat circle. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> I enjoy that one. Yeah, it, one it's definitely, like, listen, you want to get it at least somewhat functional or something right you don't want to have that thing just just a bunch of track in the road and they're like what's that for we're like nothing what's it matter to you yeah <laughs> to do stuff like that excuse me mind you mind your business right don't want to do stuff like that i wish i could find a good map here it's hard to tell what what is what but it, it, there could be some crossover with Wards, Travis, is what I was thinking. That's why I was trying to figure okay. it out. Okay. Um, just because I'm, I'm not sure exactly where these outlines are, so I didn't want to give you the wrong information on that. We will get all of this, though. This is good. This is a good thought shower. This is how you do it. This is how you loofah up. This is it. This is how you all get in the shower together. Get your loofahs. Find that thought body wash. Mm -hmm. Use body wash. Yes. Yeah. Put that in the loofah. Yeah. And, and just, we just lather it up. Yeah. Help each other out. Okay. I got your back. Let me get the. I got the loofah on your back. I'll get Chris's back. <laughs> it's a lot. Thank of, you. It's a lot of back washing there. Yeah. You. Someone will get my back. I'm sure. 
I feel like in the thought shower, the uh, the hair body gel combo is kind of lazy too. Like we want those separated. Oh yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I mean, that's that's not the best, obviously. Uh, you want something separate, okay? Especially if you have longer hair. Mm. That's really not Give me trouble. It's not going to work, really. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that uh, what's going to happen is you hope that there's something viable done and you hope that the right people come together. Travis has the right mindset that say, Hey, maybe we can get a bunch of creative people together to come up with an idea. People fix have fixed worse things. So let's not have just a bunch of track. It looks like Del Mar is one of the borders for these wards. Jesus Christ. So on one side of Del Mar, it's ward one on the other side, it's ward two. But then on the West side of university city, um, Ward 1 loops around and comes in front of Ward 2. So it crosses over Del Mar at a point. But for the majority of it, it looks like one side is Ward 1, one side is Ward 2. Plus then you have the city of St. Louis involved too. I'm not going to... And look, I would imagine there are people 10 times smarter than me about this in regards to road construction. But what the fuck does that do to the roads, even if you try to pull track? I mean, you have like, to. You, you're talking about. They did it once. Pull it, it and then re, and then re, re- repave, and that seems and that seems incredibly expensive and very inconvenient. Like it's not something that you can. It's not something that you can do in a weekend. Put it that way. That's why, like, even in the West End, you'll, uh, you know, some of the asphalt will be coming up at some point, and you'll trip a little. Like, what the hell did I trip over crossing the street? Oh, it's an old track. That's so a, that comes up every once in a while. Yeah. It's our scarlet letter. It's our cross to bear. And it sucks. Um, because I, I do. I, I'm not going to be completely cynical about it. I do believe they have the best intentions in mind. Um, now, we can talk about priorities until we're blue in the face. But yeah, it's just I feel like you're so far down the road at this point. you got to make something of it, right? Like you, Like the idea of, I don't think even paving over it is an option. I don't, I don't know how this should work. Mm. I just feel like. What what your op your your very like giving up yeah. is should is cannot be an option. Yeah. Like I feel like that's the the one thing you cannot do is just go. Mm. Can we can we burn it for the insurance money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. rushed all the mob bosses out of the city. Now look what you stuck with. That's, that's what happened. Right, Apologize we... to organized families around this city. Organized crime families. Mm-hmm. They deserve an apology, I think, I like today. How you didn't add crime in there. You I just call them organized, organized families. families. I'm not. I'm not. That's good <laughs> I respect the business leaders in but the city of these organized cities. families can really be every, anything when it you sure can. crime out of it there. It certainly can. I've seen organized families in Forest Park with family reunions going on. Mm-hmm. They look organized to me. They got T-shirts. The DeWitts? Yeah. Like an organized family Quite, to me. I've never Quite seen organized. them in Forest Park. <laughs> At a grill. I've I want to. Them. Now I want to. Now I want to see the DeWitts in Forest Park. Let's invite them out. For the cookout? Yeah. I wonder what the DeWitts show up. I'm like, hey, man, come on out. Kick it with us. Mm-hmm. You think the DeWitts will show up? As, we need to ask Sam Lyons if the DeWitts will get served ahead of the white girlfriends. Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> they, Tough crowd. The DeWitts weren't around when the, the Cardinals were at their blackest. Oh. However, I believe one of the very first moves the DeWitt family made was to bring in Ron Gant. Yeah. So, could work. They had, they had early Gant. on, there was some. Gant was a real healthy eater. 
his young daughter Gigi wanted to go to UConn right. after high school. And uh, the lovely folks at UConn and Gina Oriema um, placed a, a reef on the her, on the bench in her honor. And they had a jersey in her honor. And they yeah, did the 24 they seconds. the women's team? Team USA. So it, it's, um, man, I think we were saying this yesterday. I even told this to some friends. I just don't think a lot of people knew how it was going to hit. I don't think people knew. Like, I don't think people knew how much of an impact he made on how they see life, how they go after things, how they attack things in their life. Kobe uh, developed that quote-unquote Mamba mentality kind of as a motivation, a means to inspire. Um, and, and I'm just blown away even by his impact with, on women's basketball. In such a short time after retirement, he was already making impacts, an impact on, on women's basketball on the mm-hmm. college level. So it's, it was... I was really, I will say, I mean, it's, everybody's going to go through a series of emotions this week because this is going to be tough. Um, from my last report, at least I read, they haven't even been able to recover all the bodies, unfortunately, because mm-hmm. where it's currently located and issues with the weather, that's even more tragic. And I think... Um, and there I think was I, something with, like, the reason it took a while to get to it to begin with anyway was I think there was a weather issue and also a, uh, a magnesium fire, I guess, yes. involved with it. So, they were, I mean, they were fearful stuff. for others yeah. in the area. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think this week is going to be a wave of emotions for a lot of people. We saw the NBA yesterday canceled tonight's game for the Lakers and Clippers. They're uh-huh. going to postpone that. Uh, I believe the Lakers are supposed to be back in action on Thursday. I would imagine that's when the league allows the Lakers to get back to work or when the Lakers could be as up to it as one can be in, in regards to getting back to playing basketball. We saw yesterday that Chris Paul, for the first time this year, took a game off, and it was – to mourn Kobe. LeBron finally released a statement yesterday, last night, a uh, very emotional one. Um, um, and yeah, it's uh, very heartbroken. Um, I'll just read a little bit of it so I won't get emotional. Um, but LeBron says, I love you, big bro. My heart goes to Vanessa and the kids. I promise you I'll continue your legacy. You mean so much to us all here, especially Laker Nation. And it's my responsibility to put this shit on my back and keep it going. Please give me the strength from the heavens above and watch over me. I got us here. There's so much more. Uh, Mamba for life, Gigi for life, and literally LeBron. Um, we saw some of the reports that, of course, the LeBron on Saturday passed Kobe on the scoring list, passed him to now become number mm-hmm. three on the NBA all-time scoring list. And uh, immediately following the game, LeBron uh, received a FaceTime from Kobe, and Kobe not only talked to LeBron but he talked to many of the Lakers players during that FaceTime. And um, as, as as LeBron alluded to in his Instagram post. Never did he think that was going to be the last time he had a conversation with him. I listened to some of Shaquille O'Neal's pod. Uh, He's late got last a podcast? Night. He's got a pod. and uh, been for a while. I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, Libby Higgins has been on it. He's discussed... Uh, he discussed, of course, his relationship with Kobe. But you, as you know, Shaq lost his sister in October yeah. uh, to cancer. And now he loses what he calls his brother in Kobe. And, 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 and it's as raw and as honest as you've ever heard Shaq. Shaq says, I'm sick. I haven't eaten. I was like, I hadn't gotten over my sister passing, and now this. Uh, and, and Shaq was very honest. He was very frank. He was essentially saying, like, I'm not in the best position right now. Uh, his son, as I've said yesterday, you know, literally one of the last, maybe the last person to talk to Kobe was potentially Sharif O'Neal. to interact with Yeah, him. they used to interact. And, and I guess he just reached out to Kobe, and Kobe asked, how's everything going? And Sharif was, you know, we just heard recently Sharif's going to leave UCLA. Um, you know, he took some time off because of his own health issue. Just, I mean, I just, I'm just, I'm, I try to think about the totality of everything that's surrounding a lot of these guys. Um, 
it truly is a brotherhood. You see guys like Carmelo Anthony, when they interviewed him yesterday, Carmelo was like, um, the furthest thing from our relationship in regards to him and Kobe was basketball. So that wasn't even a common thread in our relationship. It was family. Every time we got together, we talked, we always talked family. Um, and you see, obviously, with Chris Paul, I think you just you see the the impact uh, that his life had on a lot of notable people. Mm -hmm. um, and again, there are a lot of basketball players that, uh, you know, take on that Mamba mentality now. That's kind of what they stepped into to become the elite basketball players that they are, like Trey Young, like Luka Doncic. Like those guys can visibly speak to the impact that Kobe had on their lives and their career. And now you see it even with people like LeBron, like Carmelo. You see it even with uh, Michael Jordan. You see it with President Obama. You've seen it with Michael Wilbon. You've seen it with contemporaries. You've seen it in the media. You've seen it with celebrities. You've seen it with people of all races. There was an interesting article I read in the LA Times on how the Hispanic community in LA immediately embraced Kobe. Kobe even acknowledged that one of my, some of my first fans were the Hispanic community. So this guy was almost universal. Like, to, to be able to bring a community, for a Hispanic community to gravitate towards a black athlete in L.A. is something. For Philippines and China fans of basketball to, to gravitate towards an African-American basketball, it just doesn't happen. And to see the type of impact, that is his legacy, I, I have to say, is still even blowing me away this morning because I did not realize mm -hmm. how much of a reach that the Kobe Bryant spirit had across the world. Now, the flip side of that. Oh, there's always a flip side. Right, Chris? Always. The B side, yeah. There's a flip and there's a flop. Yesterday, or a couple of days ago, there was a young journalist for the Washington Post who released a series of stories that the Washington Post had done on Kobe Bryant during his time, during the situation in Colorado, mm -hmm. where Kobe was accused of rape, went on trial. Kobe obviously eventually settled, uh, where he, I believe in the settlement he acknowledged that he committed sexual assault. Am I, am I correct in that no. assessment? He, he said, I don't know, well, I shouldn't say that. that well, I read his saying that he had to read, and it said... He did not see it as that. He now knows and acknowledges she felt it was one thing and he felt it was another, and he's sorry. So Never take that for what you will. He, he committed sexual assault. He committed sexual assault. <laughs> so the story was brought up again yesterday, or at least during, I think, Sunday's tragedy, uh -huh. uh, that uh, one of the journalists for the Washington Post uh, brought it back and fed it to her timeline. Yeah. The folks at the Washington Post uh, apparently suspended this reporter for doing so and now there's a bit of a hubbub in the journalism community about the Washington Post essentially removing her from doing something that uh, many will say is her job she was doing her job mm -hmm. uh, so you'll have people you're gonna have those stories and I even mentioned that yesterday uh, that you will have those who will uh, bring this into the conversation and honestly it's, it's if you're talking about the totality of life sure I think it's fair game absolutely do my only, my only, my only issue, as I've said before, and I just said a few minutes ago, can, can we first bury the man, bury these people, get these bodies, let these families mourn, and then we can have the conversation. My issue wasn't necessarily with the content. Yeah. My issue is with the time. Yeah, and look, I can, uh, we can honor that. That's right. fine. I, I will just, I'm not going to take someone to task for not doing so no no and that's another and that's, thing that's, i'll just say i'm fine with that too 
I'm not going to sit up here and go, yeah, she deserves to be suspended and get anybody who's out here. No, I'm with you on that one. If you want to do it, so be it. All I ask, because we don't have enough of it as it is. And like all you have to say is, look, I'll go there, just not yet. And that's that's your stance. And And that's fine. fine. I'm not... I'm not going to take people to task over this right now. No. It's just not, a, I, it's not, to me, it's not worth it. And I it, don't. It, we'll get there. We will. I get what you're saying. But some people see him differently, like I said yesterday. And this, that is what they see with him. And that's where they're going to go immediately. I'll let them do that. Right. And they can. And I just, we'll get, I'll get there. And I'm not, I don't, and I don't think anybody's saying this. But I also believe that because you mourn Kobe Bryant and what he meant, doesn't mean you're mitigating the act. No, you can't. I mean, me personally. That, now, again, that's my life. personal. I, that's my personal. I'm not saying that should be the uniformity of how it works. But right. for me, I I absolutely think sexual assault, rape is abhorrent and terrible, and people should be held accountable. Yeah. So I because I'm mourning Kobe Bryant doesn't now mean I'm all right with rapists. You know what I'm saying? And I don't believe people who are mourning him would say the same thing. So as long as we can at least agree there. No, I, 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 my thing, I'm not going to take away your argument in regards to the victims of sexual assault. However, I'm saying in this moment, because those bodies are still on a Calabasas Hill, can we, before we have that conversation, because that conversation is going to happen. There are 300 and X amount of days left in the year for us to have this conversation. So we're going to have it. Can we at least, for these days, for me personally, that's how, just where I'm coming from. Yeah, I understand. Just put this, we, we'll talk about it. And, and that's my only sense. Now, yeah, so that's, that's my only, and, and look, I, do I agree with the Washington Post? That it's, it's kind of like overkill. Well, the problem, it, the, obviously the problem is that it's, it's inconclusive. You see it, he's not charged. He didn't, he, the law would not call him that, but then... You read other stuff, and Gardner, I mean, if you ask Gardner, it's 100% he did that. Yeah, I think the he's law, a rapist. The law does not say that. Well, it doesn't w- say O.J.'s a murderer either. I'm so, not talking about O.J. I'm no, talking about but this. I, so you're saying the law. So I'm saying the law doesn't necessarily prove saying, someone from innocence. Yeah, the, in the, the law in the, does not it, absolve what I think. Right. I didn't, that's what I'm saying. What I'm yeah, saying is that's, that's why I'm people are like Gardner are saying, like, sexual assault, sexual assault, just because the law didn't define it as such. Well, that's what makes it confusing for people because I think if it was proven, I think you would see a way different mindset because the people would definitively be like, "Yeah, I don't. I'm not standing up for you guys. I'm not standing up yeah. for Kobe." I think that that would do it, but it wasn't. So there's a natural, either laziness to really look into sure. what actually happened. I don't know yeah, what I agree. Uh, I, I think, think that's it is. Part I think it is, and I and I think it. it is, and I think and look, Pe- we, people want to be told this or that, and when they're not. They really don't care to explore issues really much and then think they can opine on it. Right. And then they don't have any information on it. But, they, but it does bring up and an interesting an issue. But, it but does to that up. point, like to that point, mm-hmm. then like, I, I, I think it's horrible people are doing it. I don't like the jokes people are making. I don't like that. But they can still do it. But to that yeah. point, I don't think if it was a definitive thing, I don't think what you're saying, like, hey, like, give them some time. I don't think there'd be that, yourself included, I don't think there would be that many people saying, give them some time. I think there'd be a lot of people saying, like, 
the man did this. That the perspective would be different if it was different. more black and white in much terms different. of what the, uh, how that went sure. down. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And with I, that. But I think, and this kind of comes back to an argument, not an argument, it was a conversation actually me and Gardner have been having. We've been having this kind of for a month and a half now. We've been kind of <laughs> talking about how we celebrate certain things in our society and how we kind of turn that corner as a culture where we can dismiss the findings of scientists but we can glorify an athlete or an actor and it's just been a fun back and forth with Gardner and I because we just like exploring the nature of why we think and behave a particular way when it becomes athletes and celebrity as opposed to the rest of society and I think this is another example of that of what do you do when you have individuals in your life notable individuals that come along whether it's um, Muhammad Ali or Dr. King or Malcolm X and you have a Kobe and a Jordan and you have these great JFK, all these heroes who have done these great things. Yet we can go down the line almost to each individual hero and we can find something that is a, a flaw, some tragically more than others. Mm -hmm. How do we then embrace or how do we then judge those individuals in their full totality. And so my question is it's for me. Hard, it's oh, yeah. hard for me. This is what happens when you deify people. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And if you don't understand that by now, I don't know what to tell you. Agreed. Uh, we're looking for purity. We're looking for all of this. It does. It honestly doesn't exist. Right. It's not there. We can try to aspire to that. You'll never get there. Right. Because part of learning and creating is the mistakes you make right. along the way, right? right? Some worse than others, obviously. But like a lot of innovation comes from mistakes being made over and over and failures over and over. And then you learn and figure it out. And then all of a sudden we develop and gain knowledge in that. So th it's actually necessary. Right. It's necessary to be flawed to elevate culture. Right. Um, so to look and search for this purity it's it's because of what we want. We want that. Right. But it's Which, hard it's to get to. It's like you and I were talking about MLK. Yeah. And I, I talked about how I've seen George Wallace. I think it's George Wallace that did the bit. where the he, Three at last. Three, three at, at last, last. Three at last. <laughs> go to Maddie. Three at last. Like, you know, there's stuff right. there. There's with everyone. You. That's why you can't deify people. I think Chappelle kind of. It's just. You're, you're going to end up disappointed. What you what I think you do is you look to the ideas that the people hold. Hmm. Look, you know, ideas and stuff like that, those aren't, they're not people. Right. They might be flawed, but they're not necessarily going to disappoint right. you like that because you're True. not going to have a, a personal attachment to it because they're not a person. I think it's a relationship that you're going to have to just be always conscious and aware of. Like, that we've all had, we all have had individuals that we love and respect on this show that we talk about, uh, whether it's Connor with Chris, whether it's LeBron with me, Gardner, whether it's some type of ancient alien mm -hmm. physicist. Um, the there are individuals that we the, obviously I'll, I'll like that I'll have their flaws, right? I'll, I'll tell you one that it 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 set me back a little bit, and I haven't even talked to I don't mm -hmm. even even talked to you guys about it. But there's a guy I used to like having on shows, and um. I just was a fantastic baseball writer. Mm -hmm. Wrote a book on the Montreal Expos. Mm -hmm. I love Vladimir Guerrero, and that's Jonah Carey. Mm -hmm. And if you look at what he's done and alleged to have done right now, it's terrible. 
Um, if you just look them up and see what's going on. We've but had them we'll, on the show. Yeah, with you know, domestic abuse stuff yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, like that's someone I didn't know, but I'm like, oh, I kind of like you know, I like this attitude. I like this kind of content. I like that. And then you you let yourself get in that. Well, okay, this is fun. I I like this kind of person. And then you see what this kind of person, right. maybe because you see yourself being that kind of person right. or want to aspire to be that kind right. of person. And then you see it falter, a person falter like right. that. And you're like, oh, this is what I wanted. This is what I mean, it makes you question certain things. And I think the hunger and, and look, here's my thing. Um, say what you believe and, and, and believe what you say. However, I don't want us to be such a vengeful society. Oh, but we yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm saying this, I, I, that, I, yeah, I love that. I, I would thought. like, I would like, uh, I love that thought. Yeah, but I, I, these I, are, this is the times where people. This is Chris's immediate laugh. There was so, because it wasn't like a laugh out loud thing. It was like, ha, 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 well, we were talking about yeah. yesterday. We were talking about yesterday. Like Jesselnick makes the joke. Jesselnick was a joke, and then we see Ari Shafir. That's vengeful. Well, he, that's yeah. not comedy. Yeah. That's not. That's not you being funny. That's not even uh, attempting to be trying, funny. He didn't say. He was no, I don't think he funny. was either. But I, that's the type type of thing though where I will always run. I don't care who. Uh, you don't. You don't celebrate death. We're not those people. Who? You should not. I'm sorry. I, I, okay. And that's fine. I, I, they're, they're, put it this I way. Know that there are maybe a handful of people, that maybe throughout life, where I would say would fall in the tier of celebrating so their death. Was it friends? Friends, right? You had the five people. <laughs> Ross, can, can Rachel. I, so they got to pick their five celebrity list or whatever that was okay for them to sleep with, even if they were relationships, right? Right. That was on Friends. I think it was Friends. The. What do, what do you call that? Hall pass or whatever? Or yeah, that's what they made a whole entire movie about it. Um, terrible movie. Can terrible, I terrible. can I get one of those for death? Or no? <sighs> man, that's... That you get to kill them? Man, no, no, no. that you get to celebrate their death. That I, I mean... Yeah, go ahead. Give us or, your five. Celebrating well, death I mean, I want, is well, No, pretty. I really want to think about this. Oh, this is okay. a list I really want to put. Uh, I mean, but, I, knowing but, you, I thought you would I, like, pull honestly, out a piece of I know one right away. Are Ooh. there people outside of Hitler and the entire Nazi command? Obviously, I would understand. Well, well, what do you mean by celebrate? I oh, guess, I guess, okay, I here, guess, yeah, I guess you celebrate here, here's question. also two. Lip bite and a fist pump to yourself. Okay. Th that's not what Ari Shafir did yesterday. Uh, I wouldn't do, I, <laughs> yeah, would, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go, that, I wouldn't go that wouldn't be yeah. my personal route I would take right. anyway. It would, me, I'm saying celebrate is more like not mourn. Like, uh, I, I don't think not mourning should count as celebrating. I, not I would, mourning is just not mourning. I would be like, Good. I wouldn't consider that a celebration. Now you okay. say good, you finish your sentence off with yeah. good. Yeah. That's celebrating. Okay. Then I'm, that's what I'm trying okay. to classify celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the president of the United States were to pass away, I would celebrate. Every religion. If if every... that is celebration, I would not shed one tear. I would not give a fuck about his family or anyone associated with him. I just wouldn't. Any religion, I don't know. If any I religion, any mindset, any spiritual practice would say like that's a flaw in humans. Yeah, but I don't like religion. Okay, then take <laughs> the word religion out of it. Any any mindset or teaching, uh -huh. we'll just say, use martial arts or something like to want that at all would probably be or, thought of as a. If it's you, not going to benefit you if you choose not to mourn. Oh, I think it'll benefit me. I think I'm if you in the mindset. I think uh, if you choose not to like mourn. Like, if he's not around, like... I don't want to talk about a 
outstanding president. Yeah, I, I know that's why I was Again, trying to. Chris Gardner. But you asked me the question. So I don't. I, I don't. I, I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, be, I would not fist pump. I wouldn't. That's one thing not to mourn. I find, that's another thing to fist pump. Here's the line I would use. I find absolutely no tragedy. No tragedy, if he were to pass away. I find that's, nothing tragic about that's, the and that, only and I, tragedy I find is his existence. I, I think I would not celebrate it. I'll just but say But you that. told me that I, if I, I, know, if I but, wasn't but, to mourn, that celebrate. So, like, <laughs> so it depends on how you classify celebration. Yeah. I, like, I would, like I said, I'm I, not going around with like right. posters and making t-shirts. Maybe let's at would. least start there. Let's at least would. start there. Let's can, at least not a be a society. I might have a cookout. Okay. Right. Let's, I, that's my thing. This let's not be a society where we're going on Instagram celebrating someone's death. That's, that's kind of where I draw the line. It, you know what? Celebrations you know, in the street. Here, here's what I would do. I would be the person that um, the person that's going to be that's around right now is going. Why are so people broken up over Kobe's death? I would now tur- I would then turn into why are people so broken up over Donald Trump's death? I would be that guy then. Is that celebration still? No, I, yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I think in that instance, here's my thing. I'm bordering on it. We can at least say I'm bordering on it. I will say this. I think you can. I think it's okay in moments for you to sit down and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. I think even as a journalist, there are some times where you can sit down and shut the fuck up. Then that, that, honestly, I believe that's also part of but evolving as a society. We don't have to have an opinion for everything. Correct. Especially when people are mourning. That's my thing. That's my only ups- thing that now, bothers me about oh, the Washington Post feel article is that that's fine, but Kobe Bryant was on this earth, and if you wanted to dig deeper as a journalist into that story, into Kobe Bryant, then you as a journalist take it upon yourself. I have an issue when a man's body isn't even in the morgue, and you decide to bring it back up. That's my personal issue. Now, people have their right to disagree. I'm sure there are freestanding people in the media that would say, nah, Travis, this is how journalism world works. Uh My thing is this. Well, the problem is that it's part of the eulogies to begin with because it has to be. It has been. And and the people who have spoken about it have brought it up. Right. It's just so then it becomes harder to ignore because then you get to decide which part of the eulogy you want to dive into and discuss. That opens it up. It's a a problem. And, And you're right. You can be silent about something. But what might happen is you hear someone continuously saying something, something, something. And you're like, all right, I'm tired of hearing this shit. But now I'm giving but my. And, I, and, I think, and, right. and I'm saying that's just how people. We might function that way. Uh, real quick, our guest is here, so we'll take a break. And uh, just a quick note that uh, I'll be disclaiming Chris Gardner's comment doesn't represent the show, Mid Coast, anyone else. What's that? That was a uh, <laughs> that opinion was Chris Gardner's on his own. That the exist- <laughs> Then we will the, take a break. The, the only tra- there's no tragedy in Donald Trump's death. There is only tragedy happened. in his existence. We'll take a quick break. <laughs>